Welcome to this exciting series on Proverbs, the voice of wisdom. The book of Proverbs has been read and treasured by millions of believers for hundreds of years. There is so much wisdom to be found in this amazing book. In this series, Pastor Tim Brooks and Paul Kern will be sharing concepts of wisdom that will equip you to share in this life of victory God has for you. Now, join Pastor Tim Brooks for this message on Proverbs, the voice of wisdom. The best way to read Proverbs is chapter by chapter. You just read a chapter every morning before you leave the house. You read a couple of chapters And every chapter will give a variety of truths in that chapter. But the best way to do a study in Proverbs like we're doing is by topics. And Paul and I, we're really enjoying this. We have been enjoying uh, alternating back and forth. We're enjoying teaching through Proverbs. And that's what we're doing here in this study is topically bringing together verses that deal with the same subject. And so far in our study, we have met five different kinds of people. We've talked about five different kinds of people, and everybody falls in one of these five categories. The wise, the wicked, the simple, the scorner, and the fool. Proverbs talks about five kinds of people. The wise, the wicked, the simple, the scorner, and the fool. And in this lesson... I want us to look at each of these five kinds of people as we have been introduced to them over and over as we've been into this study. And now in this fifth lesson, I want to look at the characteristics of these five different kinds of people. And I guess I want us to decide which one of these five do we want to mold our life into. Uh, You don't wait and see what you are. You decide, that's what I want in my life, and then you begin to make the decisions and, 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 and carry corresponding actions that mold those characteristics into your life. Do you want to be known as a wise person? Boy, that guy's wise. He is really, really wise. Or do you want to be known as wicked? Boy, there's your one wicked dude right there. I mean, do you want to be known as a fool? That, how do you want to be known? And Proverbs is very clear on giving us characteristics of each of these five. Um, let's look at these five and, and dive right into this. Chapter, uh, uh, let's go to chapter one and we'll just start flipping through. Put your ribbons there because we're going to go throughout Proverbs, back and forth, back and forth, looking at individual scriptures as we categorize these five kinds of people. Let's begin with the wise. Proverbs is a guide to wisdom, and we've talked about that, but it shows us throughout Proverbs the characteristics of the wise person. What? Oh, he's a wise person. Okay, what are the characteristics of a wise person, and do we have those characteristics in our own life? And if not, we need to start working these characteristics in our life. Let's look at this. The first one, wise people listen to wise instruction. Chapter 1, verse 5, let the wise listen to these proverbs and become even wiser. Let those with understanding receive guidance. The wise person, a characteristic 
of a wise person is that they listen to wise instruction. Flip over to chapter 19. Well, you're going to have to turn back and forth. We're going all the way through. Chapter 19, verse 27. If you stop listening to instruction, my child, you will turn back on knowledge. Chapter 22, verse 17. Listen to the words of the wise. Apply your heart to my instruction, for it is good to keep these sayings in your heart and always ready on your lips. In Mark chapter 4, verse 24, Jesus tells us to pay attention to what you hear. Be careful about what you listen to. Tell you, wise people don't waste their time listening to foolishness. They're not going to sit around and listen to a bunch of nonsense. That's not what wise people do. When the conversation just continues on in nonsense, the wise guy's fixing to move somewhere else. I'm not going to sit and listen to that nonsense. Proverbs chapter 4, chapter 4, verse 23. Guard your heart above all else. For it determines the course of your life. See, a wise person understands, i got to guard what I'm listening to because it'll go in, take root, and then it will begin to determine the course of my life. We're looking at the characteristics of a wise person. Those who are wise will profit from a rebuke. When you get rebuked by leader at TC, when you get rebuked by your wife, happens quite often at our house, when you get rebuked by your boss, when you get rebuked, do you bow up, do you cop an attitude, do you have a comeback, do you start telling them what's wrong in their life, or do you profit from that? Do you hear what, you're, what is just told you, and does that make you a better person? Do you profit from a rebuke? Chapter 9, verse 8. So don't bother correcting mockers. They're just going to hate you. But correct the wise, and they'll love you. Do you appreciate somebody trying to help you better yourself? Some people do. Some people don't. Don't don't waste time trying to help somebody who's not going to hear what you got to say. Chapter 10, verse 17. People who accept discipline are on the pathway to life. But those who ignore correction will go astray. Do you ignore correction? Do you cop an attitude? Do you just let it roll off you? Do you ignore correction or do you profit from it? Chapter 17, verse 10. Chapter 17, verse 10. A single rebuke does more for a person of understanding than a hundred lashes on the back of a fool. See, those who are wise profit from wise counsel. Chapter 13, verse 10. Pride leads to conflict. Those who take advice are wise. Chapter 12, verse 15. Fools think their own way is right, but the wise listens to other people. The wise listens to other people. You guys at Teen Challenge, are you wise? If you are, then you will listen to your superiors who are correcting you, rebuking you, giving you advice. You know what? I'm going to listen to what they are saying. I need to do what they're telling me to do because clearly what I've been doing hadn't worked. 
Do you profit from advice? Wise people don't think so highly of themselves that they can't learn from other people. Chapter 3, verse 7. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. (laughs) Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. We're looking at characteristics of a wise person. Let's work these characteristics in us. Chapter 1, verse 7. Wise people fear the Lord. Chapter 1, verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. Chapter 3, verse 7. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. We've talked about this a lot in this church. When we talk about fear of the Lord, that's not being scared of him and running and hiding. Fear of the Lord is an obedience, an honor, a respect for God that you walk in. Next characteristic of a wise person, chapter 13, verse 20. Wise people associate with wise people. Chapter 13, verse 20. Walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and get in trouble. I mean, it's as clear as it can be. And you don't have to agree. You don't have to disagree. This is the way it is. When you are associating with fools, you will get in trouble. A wise person associates himself with other wise people. I'm going to be around somebody who's wise. I'm going to be around somebody who is wise in their walk with the Lord and in the change that's happened in their life. They used to be like this. Now they're like this. God has done a change in their life. I'm going to be around that kind of person. That's who I'm going to associate with. Wise people hold on to, or some verses say, preserve what they have gained. Let me, let me put it like this. Wise people use what they know. Chapter 10, verse 14. Wise people treasure knowledge, but the babbling of a fool invites disaster. Here's what a tragedy is. A tragedy is, to me, when you take somebody who has been raised in a Christian home and who's been taught the right way to live and the way to be blessed, happy, and successful, and they know the right thing to do, and they go right out and do the wrong thing. See, it's, it's sad when anybody does the wrong thing. But what's really sad is when somebody knows better and they go and do it. Here's what's sad to me is when parents have had their kid in Christian school their whole life and, and they have had imparted into them, if you do this, this will work. If you do this, it's going to end in your destruction. And they go right out and do what's going to end in their destruction. See, a wise person not only has been given right information, but a wise person will hold on to and act on the right information that they've been given. See, a lot of people know the right thing to do, just a lot of people don't do it. What's sad is when you knew the right thing to do. The characteristics of wise. Chapter 14, verse 16. 
wise people flee from sin. Chapter 14, verse 16. The wise are cautious and avoid danger. Fools plunge ahead with reckless confidence. Chapter 8, verse 13. Chapter 8, verse 13. All who fear the Lord will hate evil. Psalms 97, 10. Love the Lord, hate evil, and God will protect you. Romans 12, 9. Hate what is wrong, hold tight to what is good. Wise people don't see how close they can get to a wreck. Wise people don't see how far. Just how far wrong can I go and not get caught? See, 2 Timothy chapter 2 tells us to run from anything that stimulates sin. Get out of there. Don't see how close I can get my finger to the fire before it burns me. You see this will not end well, then leave before you get started in that. Another characteristic of wise people. Wise people discipline their speech, or let me say, control their tongue. Proverbs 16, 23. 16, 23. From a wise mind comes wise speech. The words of the wise are persuasive. Chapter 10, verse 19. Chapter 10, verse 19. Too much talk leads to sin. Be sensible and keep your mouth shut. You talk too much. <laughs> you, you talk too much. You continue all of that talking, you're going to end up saying the wrong thing. Chapter 12. Chapter 12, verse 18. Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. You know, one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. you got to control your mouth. Don't, don't let your mouth just run away. Wise people, chapter 10, verse 4, are diligent at their work. Lazy people are soon poor. Hard workers get rich. You know, wise people are diligent at their work. I mean, Proverbs just goes on and on and on, giving us characteristics of a wise person. Are those characteristics of your life? Do you associate with wise people or do you associate with fools? What is the characteristic of your life? Let's go. We've got to move quick. Number two, characteristics of the wicked. Chapter 6, verse 12. Chapter 6, verse 12. What are worthless and wicked people like, they are constant liars, signaling their deceit with a wink of an eye, a nudge of the foot, or the wiggle of fingers. Their perverted hearts plot evil, and they constantly stir up trouble, but they will be destroyed suddenly, broken in an instant beyond all hope of healing. There are six things that the Lord hates. No, 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 seven things he detests. Haughty eyes, lying tongue, hands that kill the innocent, a heart that plots evil, feet that race to do wrong, a false witness who pours out lies, a person who sows discord 
in a family. I won't take time to read all the scriptures. Wicked people are mentioned over 100 times in Proverbs. Over 100 times it refers to the wicked. Wicked in Proverbs is another word that could be translated as naughty. We've all heard the word naughty, but many have never taken the time to look that word up. Naughty comes from the word naught or nothing, worth nothing. Another definition of naughty is without profit. You know what the word naught, naught means without profit, nothing. Okay, naughty would be an activity that's worth nothing. Says worthless. Okay, that he is referring to wicked people as naughty. I mean, just what? Why are you doing that? That's not going to profit you. That is not going. Sin is not only destructive, but it is very unproductive in your life. Sinful characteristics listed here in verse 17, 18, and 19. Pride or haughty eyes, a lying tongue, murder, wicked plans. You know, there are people who start talking on Monday and Tuesday about the wickedness they're going to get into on Friday and Saturday. Then plan for it. Plan for wickedness. It says feet that runs to evil, false witness, or another translation would be gossip, a spreader of strife and discord. Over a hundred times wicked are referred to in Proverbs. Don't, number one, don't be a wicked person. Number two, stay away from people who are. It's not enough for you not to be. You have to stay away from people who are because you are known by the company you keep. And you need to know that. You need to know that. Number three, the simple. Another translated word is naive. Some of your Bibles will say simple. Some of your translations will say naive. As you study that word, well, chapter 14, let me get us a scripture here. Chapter 14, verse 15. Only simpletons believe everything they're told. The prudent carefully consider their steps. I I did some work on that word simple or naive. and, And it shocked me because it is a word that describes where our country is right now with this political correct mentality. Just whatever you want to believe. See, we're taught in college objective truth. That pretty much is the definition of that word when it's translated simple or simpleton. That is somebody, whatever you want to do is okay with me. If you think you're a woman, fine. If you think you're a man, fine. If you think that's good for you, who am I to say what's right? Who am I to say what's wrong? Whatever you decide is right for you. That, all that we're doing right now embodies the definition of a word study of naive or simple. What Proverbs says is simple. I I don't know, I've read that all my life, but I never studied that word. But the definition and the understanding of that word is right where we are today. You don't have any absolute truths in your life that you stand up. This is right, and it's always right, and this is wrong, and it's always wrong, no matter what the situation is. 
See, stealing is wrong. Well, it's wrong unless you steal from a big chain store. Now it would be wrong stealing from a mom and pop store, but if you steal from a chain store, then that's not near. See, stealing is wrong. And it's always wrong. It was wrong yesterday, it'd be wrong tomorrow, and it's wrong for everybody. Being simple means that you reject absolute truth. And here's what is sad. We're in a we're in a point in time where people are considering that a virtue. They're patting themselves on the back for being open-minded or what Proverbs refer to as a simpleton. They think that's, a, that's an attribute to be praised. Chapter 1, verse 2. The purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline, to help them understand the insights of the wise. The purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives, to help them do what is right, just, and fair. These proverbs will give insight to the simple. Knowledge and discernment to the young. Do this and you'll succeed. Do this and you won't. Every time. See, absolute truth. It doesn't matter who you're with or who, how you were raised or what you're what you've gone through. Verse 22. How long, you simpletons, will you insist on being simple-minded? How long will you mockers relish in your mocking? How long will you fools hate knowledge? Verse 32. For simpletons turn away from me to death. Fools are destroyed by their own complacency. Go to chapter 22. Chapter 22, verse A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. A simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. Fourth one, Proverbs talks about is the scorner, or depending on your translation, the mocker. The scorner or the mocker. Uh, we're not really clear on the definition of who this person is or, or what it means to be a scorner. But Proverbs tells us the characteristic of this person is prideful, is haughty, and let me, we understand this, is a know-it-all. The word scorner means a know-it-all. You're not like that, but you know somebody who is. Chapter 14, verse 6. A mocker seeks wisdom and never finds it. But knowledge comes easy to those with understanding. Chapter 21, verse 24. Mockers are proud and haughty, and they act with boundless arrogance. They act with boundless arrogance. Now, here is the, here is the, the characteristic of this person. And you, can, you listen to them. Here's a person giving financial advice that don't have any money. Here's a person, I'll tell you what I'll do. Here's a person giving marriage advice that's on their seventh one. Uh, here's what I like. I like to hear people talking about what we ought to do in our foreign policy. And they've never been out of Garland County. Not only can they not spell the name of that country, 
they don't have any idea what continent that country's on. Well, I can tell you what we ought to do. Our God, we ought to go over there. You don't know enough to even carry on a conversation about that. And if you would stop talking and sit quietly when people are talking about something that clearly the fruit of your life shows you don't know anything about that. If you would sit quietly, you would be amazed at what you could learn. Chapter 9, verse 7. Chapter 9, verse 7. Y'all know, you, you can put an, a, a face to who I'm talking about right here. Chapter 9, verse 7. Anyone who rebukes a mocker will get an insult in return. Anyone who corrects the wicked will get hurt. So don't bother correcting mockers. They're going to hate you. Correct the wise, and they will love you. Chapter 13, verse 1. Wise child accepts a parent's discipline. A mocker refuses to listen to correction. Chapter 15, verse 12. Mockers hate to be corrected, so they stay away from wise. I don't hear what you got to say, so just avoid you. And that person could give you some wisdom. Chapter 19, verse 29. Chapter 19, verse 29. Hot-tempered people must pay the penalty. If you, re uh, wait. Verse 29, sorry, wrong verse. Punishment is made for mockers. The backs of fools are made to be beaten. <laughs> Chapter 22, verse 10. Throw out the mocker and fighting goes on too. Quarrels and insults will disappear. Throw out the mocker, here's what will happen. Things will get better. Things will just get better. Chapter 24, verse 9. The schemes of a fool are sinful. Everyone detests a mocker. Chapter 29, verse 8. Mockers can get a whole town agitated, but the wise will calm anger. The, the scorner, and as I was studying that word, and, and you've been around this, you start to tell somewhere where you've been or something you've done or something you've seen and this person will take over the conversation because they saw one bigger or they went there faster or they got there better or they did I mean, whatever your story is before you can get into your story they're going to take the conversation and top that story that person can't learn See, instead of sitting quietly and listening to somebody who is obviously successful in this area, and you're obviously not successful in this area, what you want to do is stay perfectly quiet and listen very intently, and you would be amazed at how you could benefit, what you could learn, and the level that your life could grow to. The scorner or the mockery can't tell them anything. Because they already know it, they're already better, they're already bigger, it's already, they've done that faster, what they did was better than what you'll ever do. Can't tell that person anything. Number five, the fool. The fool comes from the word phallus. And I found this interesting. The word phallus means wind bag. Here's the fool. Full of air, lacking in substance. 
That's what the fool is. A windbag. Give me the definition of a fool. Somebody who's full of air and lacking in substance. That's a fool. And fools won't learn. Fools won't learn. Chapter 1, verse 7. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. Verse 22. How long, you simpletons, will you insist on being simple-minded? How long will you mockers relish in your mocking? How long will you fools hate knowledge? See, a fool hates knowledge. A fool hates being around somebody with knowledge. A fool's going to do all of the talking in the presence of somebody who knows. I had a really, really good friend, and he was far from, from a fool, but in this characteristic, I'll never forget this. He had had some heart surgery, and we had met, we were together, and we were introduced to another guy here, and immediately he goes in to telling about his heart surgery. And he was using all of these big names and these big words and how they were doing. And he was the, the, the and I knew he wasn't getting half of those right. But anyway, he was going on and on and on about the surgery. I mean, on up 30 minutes, told about his surgery. This guy's standing here listening. Listen. Finally, when the conversation wound down, I said, and so what do you do? I'm a heart surgeon. There was one person there that should have been talking, and there was a bunch of people that should have been listening. But you'll find that in life. You will find that in life. The one that knows the least about it will be doing the most talk about it. Don't get yourself in that position. Fools, they won't learn because they can't learn. Well, you can't learn when you're doing all the talking. Chapter 12, verse 15. Chapter 12, verse 15. Fools think their own way is right, but the wise listen to others. Fools think their own way is right, but the wise listen to others. Chapter 14, verse 9. Fools make fun of guilt, but the godly acknowledge it and seek reconciliation. Chapter 15, verse 5. Only a fool despises a parent's discipline. Whoever learns from correction is wise. Chapter 18, verse 2. Fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their own opinions. Fools have no interest in understanding. All they want to do is air their own opinions. Thus comes the name, which is translated windbag. A windbag. One reason that fools don't learn wisdom is that they can't keep their eyes focused in life on what's important. They can't keep their concentration on what's important, and they get sidelined into nonsense. Chapter 13, verse 6. Godliness guards the path of the blameless, but the evil are misled by sin. We get misled by sin instead of migrating to wisdom. Chapter 14, verse 3. 
chapter 14, verse 3. A fool's proud talk becomes a rod that beats him. But the words of the wise keep them safe. Chapter 15, verse 2. The tongue of the wise makes knowledge appealing. Chapter 17, verse 24. Sensible people keep their eyes glued on wisdom. But a fool's eyes wander to the ends of the earth. A wise person keeps their eyes glued on wisdom. They don't get sidetracked with nonsense. Fools talk a lot, but accomplish very little. Accomplish very little. Chapter 10, verse 8. The wise are glad to be instructed, but babbling fools fall flat on their faces. Babbling fools fall flat on their faces. Fools can't control their temper. Chapter 14, verse 29. Chapter 14, verse 29. People with understanding control their anger. A hot temper shows great foolishness. I'm going to tell you what, you're going to get mad. Your temper is going to run wild on you. You've got to control it. That, that's why you control that. People with understanding, it doesn't say they never have a problem, but it says they learn to control that temper. Fools are proudful and self-confident. Chapter 28, verse 26. Those who trust in their own insight are foolish. Fools create problems and bring sorrow to other people. Chapter 10, verse 1. Here's a characteristic of a fool. Chapter 10, verse 1. A wise child brings joy to a father. A foolish child brings grief to a mother. Chapter 17, verse 21. It's painful to be the parent of a fool. There is no joy for the father of a rebel. Chapter 20, uh, verse 25. Foolish children bring grief to their father and bitterness to the one who gave them birth. Fools not only cause themselves all kind of trouble, but fools brings grief and sorrow to other people. Chapter 21, verse 20. Characteristics of a fool. Fools can't manage. Chapter 21, verse 20. Wise have wealth and luxury, but fools spend whatever they get. See, fools can't manage their resources. Chapter 29, verse 3. The man who loves wisdom brings joy to his father. But if he hangs around with prostitutes, his wealth is wasted. Fools don't manage their life. Chapter 26, chapter 26, verse 6. Fools can't be trusted with responsibility. Chapter 26, 
verse 6. Trusting a fool to convey a message is like cutting off one's feet or drinking poison. (laughs) Trusting a fool to convey a message. You can't trust fools. Fools can't be trusted with responsibility. Verse 7. A proverb in the mouth of a fool is as useless as a paralyzed leg. Honoring a fool is as foolish as tying the stone to a slingshot. A proverb in the mouth of a fool is like a thorny branch banished by a drunk. Characteristics of foolishness. What will happen? What does Proverbs say will happen to the fool? Chapter 3, verse 35. Chapter 3, verse 35. The wise inherit honor, but fools are put to shame. Chapter 5, verse 23, he will die for lack of self-control. He will be lost because of his great foolishness. Foolishness will not pay off. With all this sound popping, let me wrap this up. Proverbs talks about five kinds of people. And you are going to be one of those five. You're going to walk in the characteristics of one of those five. The question is, which one of those five will you be? In your life, will you have the characteristics of a fool, of a scorner, of the simple, of the wicked? Or will you mold your life and make the right decisions to be the wise? Now, I want to encourage you to go over and over and over this lesson Go over in Proverbs the characteristics of each of these five people. And I want to encourage you, in your life, you become known to your family, to your friends, and to those people who know you. You become known as a wise person. Y'all stand. Lord, tonight, we thank you for specific practical instruction as we mold and pattern our life after your word. Lord, that we walk in the characteristics of a wise person as we walk in a reverence and an honor of you. We give you thanks for the abundance in life we're enjoying. We hope that you enjoyed this message on Proverbs. CMC has so much to offer. We host men's and women's conferences each year, summer camps for all ages, a Christian school K-4 through 12th grade, youth conferences, a college-age internship, and much more. Go to cmchurch.com for more information about all the great things CMC has for you.